you who I thought I was. A god. There's no excuse for not living up to your fullest potential. No excuse. Let's do it, Black Excellence. Let's go. go, go. What's going on, Say Loud Podcast? Once again, it is your host on the West Coast, Boogie the Beast. Thank you so much for tuning in on iTunes slash podcast and also on SoundCloud. I am sitting in my home city still of Phoenix, Arizona. It is currently cooling down now. It's probably like 102 outside, but I drove over to a good friend's house that made some time uh, to sit down with me and just talk about what him and some of his family members are doing um, and changing the neighborhood. But without further ado, I wanted him and her to introduce themselves. This is a duo interview and uh, get to know them a little personally before we go into what they're going on. Uh, I'm Mike Scroggins, uh, co-founder of Live and Learn. And Nate Ellis, the other co-founder. So we're going to basically get to know not only them as uh, co-founders of their organization that they have, but also just individuals. Um, so going into it, starting with it, I'll actually start with Ms. Nay. Would you like to go by that for this? Yes. All right. Ms. Nay, you want to just give us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, for those who don't know you already, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Born and raised, Phoenix, Arizona. Shout out. Shout out all day. <laughs> um, I went to a lot of schools, but most importantly, South Mountain High School. So yeah. Class um, of? Oh, nine. Oh, wow. Turn up. Oh, nine. It's not 10, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait, who's 10? Oh, no. Man. Oh, no. <laughs> but, yes, okay. oh, nine. Um, been dancing all my life. So, I did in high school. I just did, like, performing arts in high school in the magnet program with dance. Did cheer a little bit, and that's it. That's awesome. And just keep on going. Right. That's it. And to this day, you're still dancing now? Yes, sir. That's awesome. What about you, Mighty Mike? Um, Born and raised South Phoenix. Um, uh, just just kind of took on basketball at an early age. Uh, older brother played. Older sister played. Dad played. Um, just always kind of played from the boys and girls clubs to, to schools. Um, I went to high school at North High. Shout out to North. Um, I did three years at North. Uh, eventually moved on to doing my senior year at Cesar Chavez, where I graduated from. Uh, Still shout out to North. <laughs> from there, um, I went I went to Pima Community College. Um, played my first year as a true freshman. Um uh, unfortunately, my coach was removed from the program, so I moved uh, back to Phoenix, went to South Mountain Community, um, just went to school, didn't play, um, went over to Arizona Christian. This is my third school I'm on. Uh, so I, I went to Arizona Christian. I played on the developmental team at Arizona Christian. Um, then from Arizona Christian, I transferred over to Sagu American Indian College, where I'm currently at doing my senior year. Um, and and right now, I feel like I'm in the best place of my life. Uh, my education is 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 being given to me in a in a in a way that I appreciate it. Um, I'm learning more than just about the books, but about life itself. Um, and and I'm getting a chance to play basketball at, at the college level. Um, not the highest, but um, I'm I'm being able to compete with with guys that you know that's all around the country. So that's um, awesome. Yeah. So starting or going back into it, um, kind of just what you guys have both said is you've been around dance your whole life. You've been around basketball your whole life. Um, just speaking about Phoenix in general, um, all, all three of us being from Phoenix, what have you guys seen since? Um, not only just from high school, but now as adults looking back, um, at your teenage years to now what they're dealing with you know, in Phoenix and all this stuff. How do you think it's changed, if anything, if if not everything? 
Like in what we do, like dance-wise? Um, I would say just, just like the high school, like, do you feel like it's the same type of atmosphere and all that stuff? Do you no. Feel- so I went to Chavez Assembly, what, mm-hmm. Friday, and um, it's just way different. It's like the freshman is hyper than the seniors. Like, the dance is different. Like, I think they need a little bit more work, but it's just different. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, like, really different, like, how we were. And um, I don't know, I hung out with older people, too, even being a freshman. So it was like I was older than everybody else. I don't know. It's just different. Do you feel like, because you're still connected to the Chavez world a little bit because your right. your father being there. Yeah. Do you feel like, you know, when you go on into the campus compared to when you were a senior walking on, just the atmosphere of, like, man, this doesn't feel like high school anymore well yeah i mean i feel like everybody's a little too cool now Mm. um it's 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 so many people are worried about how how they look every day rather than you know i mean just being a good person so people you know most kids is, is is a i think they think they're more grown than what they are but um they just a little too cool. I remember in high school, everybody, um, everybody wanted to do something. Everybody wanted to be a part of a team or a club or um, just a part of something, whether it was basketball, football, student government. Uh, people wanted to be a part of something. I think now a lot of kids are, are too cool to do stuff, so they they kind of shy away from being involved in stuff, which leads to them just kind of just standing off and eventually just probably doing something they they probably shouldn't be doing. Mm. So yeah, I, I do think it's a little different. You know, kids mm. are too cool nowadays. What is it? What do you guys feel like? Um, just to give people a, a perspective of Phoenix, like when we were younger, you know, driving in the back seats of you know our parents' cars, grandparents, cousins, family members, or friends, you know, going to places. Like, how much has Phoenix changed? A lot. The atmosphere around it, how they're building up. We didn't have phones right around my granny. Mm. Yeah. It's not even really music. And if it was, she had the jazz station on. It was low. And we were talking or whatever. Michael clowning per usual. Yeah. So, like, it's not. <laughs> and now, nowadays, when kids are in the car, no matter what age, it's just a phone. Phone, phone, phone. Headphones on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, whatever the case might be. That's the difference. So, it's not like a, I don't know, a vibe as far as, like, family. Yeah. Right. Everybody's connected or together but still separate due to still their separate. their individual focuses and all that stuff. So like I feel like people don't really <clears throat> ask their kids any questions like about school and you know, just this stuff that they need to ask them because mm-hmm. they could be going through something at school and then like not really communicating at home. Okay. What about you? If you see anything different, like kinda when you just drive around. I'll give you mine after you're done. <laughs> um just driving around, of course it's it's a lot more packed. Um, when we was little, there was really there was no Levine, so like we didn't know past Nineteenth Avenue and Southern and Baseline. We didn't know what was Those over the field. So now, yeah. So now you go that way, and it's it's a whole nother type of world. It's like they trying to create a whole nother, try to create city. a whole nother gang culture and neighborhood. City, yeah. Color. So whole, yeah. So kids is like, I'm from Trailside. Like <laughs> you grew up in Levine. I guess they got gangs in Levine now. So four founders. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I guess it's getting bigger and. um of course, you know, we got people moving from all different parts of, of the country. So, I mean, the culture of Phoenix is definitely changing. You see kids dressing like, you know, they from the Midwest. They wearing beanies in the summer or or, or the puffy jackets. Trayway. Yeah, we don't. I mean, <laughs> growing up, I don't think I own like a real jacket. I think you had a pullover hoodie and a, and a crew neck, maybe. 
That you um, borrow from your that dad. That you borrowed or up or that you got passed down or something. But, yeah, man, it's just like I think the culture is a little more mixed up because we got a lot of people from out of town. And I think our kids are, are gravitating to it right. just because that's what they see and that's what's popular. So, yeah, just the city is just expanding. It's getting And I don't bigger. feel like people from a different city or state should come and try to make it the same as the other one because it's different. Phoenix right. is different. It's Phoenix, Arizona. It's That's hot. Tell them to leave. They, take it or leave it. Tell them to leave their jackets at the airport. Yeah, you right. Take no, it no, you're definitely out. right. Um, once you guys uh, individually, but um, graduated from high school, did you ever? What did you? What did you want to do? Like that you were passionate about? That you're like, when I graduate, I'm going off to go do this. Well, I originally when I graduated, I did go to L.A. for the summer. And it was just like, it was just like away from home. Mm-hmm. And my granny had passed away and everything. So I was just like completely out of it. So I didn't necessarily work, then came back and just kept doing classes and everything. And I finally got my own classes. Nice. Um, so I didn't want to dance. Still do, still do it. But then I went to, um, to college and then just wanted to get in the medical field and did pharmacy technician. And it just like, I'm still on the, the dance path. But I was still going back and forth just with school too. That's well. awesome. That's dope. What about you, Mike? Uh, I think like every every person that picks up a ball and that's and that puts in the the amount of time that I have, you want to be a pro, whether it's overseas or to the NBA, to the G League. Whatever. I wanted to be a, a pro basketball player. Um, some days I wake up, I still got I I still have that that dream in my mind. But um, I think I have a, a bigger purpose now. So. Um, for one, uh, for sure, I want to make sure I get my education. That's that's first and foremost. But um, yeah, man, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a professional basketball player, and uh, so you know, that's, that's that was me. Okay, okay. So for both of you guys, um, you know, it sounds like if you guys haven't noticed or not, they're family. So how exactly are you guys connected again? Y'all cousins? Yeah, we cu- we first, first cousins. cousins. First, so her- first cousins, but y'all really like love. Yeah. No, we like we like brother and sister type, <laughs> but we but we cousins. So her her mom and my dad is, is brother and sister, but um, we grew up real close to my grandmother. So you know we had we had the type of grandmother that everybody just dropped their kids off over there and we, <laughs> we stay over all there weekend. all weekend, all week. And you know when we she went to picked, school together. yeah, we went to the same school. So she'll come pick us up, take us to the park. We did, yeah. We spent, I think, yeah, we spent most. I probably spent more time with her than I did with my siblings. So wow, yeah. So wow, wow, that's so dope. That's awesome. What's going on, Say Loud Podcast? Thank you so much for tuning in. As you know, this is that quick commercial break where all I do is just talk a little bit. So uh, really wanted to just kind of harp in on if you know anybody out there in the city of Phoenix or wherever you're listening from that has a small business or anything they kind of want to advertise, this is that time and that break where I'm going to start looking at and uh, trying to inquire some people to do some things. So, uh, you know, just definitely hit me up on my email sayloudpodcast68 at gmail.com if you know anybody wanting to put a spot in. Let's get back to the episode. All right. And once again, we're back. Say Loud Podcast is your host, Boogie the Beast. I'm sitting here with Mike and Miss Nay because that's what we're going to go by for this episode. Now, you guys got to hear a little bit about their individuals and how they're uh, been family, you know, have always been close to each other and kind of their different um, approaches into what they have together. You heard them earlier talk about being co-founders of an organization and uh, this is something that I truly, truly uh, am passionate about, and that's not only helping the kids, but helping the generations to come and giving them something to speak about and to live about and to learn about. So without further ado, I really wanted you guys to kind of go into 
everything about it and then I'll kind of ask questions but just let us know what you guys are working on and let us know what the next greatest thing about Phoenix is. Okay, so um, Live and Learn Avenue is an organization created to build up and empower the community starting with the youth. We are full of motivational speakers, positive role models, and teachers that have come together with a common goal, helping our youth make life-changing decisions and achieving their goals regardless of where they come from or what they have experienced. Live and Learn provides hope, motivation, and unity. Mm. Um, based on um, our coming up, you know, I mean, everything has always been about togetherness. So uh, we didn't always live in the best neighborhoods and um, go to the best schools. So we just wanted to give the community something to believe in and and to know that regardless of where you may come from, that, you know, goals and, and, and dreams are, are in arm's reach. And um, if, if it's just motivation that we need to provide or, or resources or anything that we can do in the community to, to motivate our youth um, from from young kids all the way to the, the ones that's graduating from high school, we want to just be there to, to be a, a community resource and, and uh, reach out to ones who don't know about us and the ones who do and just be able to, to let them know that we're here for them and um, and that because of them, that we're able to start something like this and actually make a difference. Yeah, so and me and Mike have, have been in so many activities and sports and Hello. a lot um, growing up, like young, young age, you know, and that's, that's due to our, our, our parents and keeping us busy and everything. So right now in a point in our life, we're busy, we're steady moving. There's no, there's no stopping. So we want to be the resources for other people to be like, Hey, we're going to keep on pushing. We do basketball. We, we dance. We do all, we've been doing that our whole life. Right. And I just want, like, you know, younger people to know, don't stop, don't give up on anything. Because I'm 27, I don't regret anything. Like, I do wish to be on tour with someone, but I have done a lot of things in the community out here in Phoenix, Arizona. So I think that our organization will help kids um, know the opportunity is open. Okay. Uh, one of my first questions for it is, uh, where did the... Not just the passion, because I can hear the passion not only in the mission statement, but you know about like you guys said togetherness and the things you guys have been through, and to continue that on in the communities. But where did the original idea or foundation of creating something like this come from, or whose idea was it at first? Or um, it was kind of like a ping pong thing. Like me and they, we we sit and talk a lot, and it's it's sixteen of us grandkids squad so um every i think every single one of us is, is probably doing something different i don't think one one or two people are doing the same thing. i mean two people are doing the same thing so we was basically like man it's it's another group of kids out there like our our family right with no direction um so if we're able to provide that um we can probably help some kids do the stuff that we didn't get to do because we didn't have it. I mean, we had our parents, but, you know, our parents didn't have the connections and stuff that, you know, so that we we've we've made now. Yeah. Right. So um, the, the original idea just was us just kind of kicking it. And when we got little cousins and stuff that's, you know, third and fourth generation now, and we don't want them to to kind of be blind to or to not be able to, to be like, I, I want to go to the NBA or something, but I don't I don't really know. 
how to get there. Right. I don't really know no what workouts or what or who to go to. So we just, you know, we just thinking about the people around us and then the ones that's coming up after us. And yeah, it was just kind of like we was just going back and forth and and we was like let's do it. So I think Nate came over to my parents' house. Um we first figured out a name, something that relate to us and then I was going to ask how did the name come around? Um we we had we had something else first. I forgot. Original yeah, down. originally we was Ten Toes Down. Okay. Um, but it but there's a, a clothing brand out here. You know, shout out to Ten Toes Down. You know, he's doing his thing. Um, but we had we had that name, which it, it kind of goes hand in hand with Living Learn. Ten Toes Down just meant you know what I mean. Just you know, pedal to the metal, put all all ten down and just go for it. So Live and Learn basically we got like you know. Um, you know, the living part is just everything you're going through now. Mm-hmm. So you're living, you're constantly living, you're going to school, you're working, you you know, you're spending time with your family, but what are you learning from it? Hmm. You got your family, so you have to learn something from your family. You you, you learn the love part, you learn the time part. Um, from work, you learn to be responsible, you learn time management from school, you get your education. So it just goes with your everyday life and then your learning from that and then you just put it towards a dream and then that's that's how we came up with the live and learn. It's a common term that people use, but we just put a different meaning behind it. Anything to add to that part? Um and just just know that learn from your mistakes. Long story short. Long story short. Yeah. Um, and we, we had to add avenue to the to the the after. So it's live and learn avenue. That's that's uh that's the official name. That's one. What uh when you first told your uh your your parents or your family about it were they like uh res- I, well, obviously your your family is very very you guys are always at family functions or anytime we come over to the house like right now they're putting a whole astroturf field down <laughs> in the backyard and everybody kind of you know is, is just helping out and just laughing they said they've been doing this for eight hours um what was the family support like to to go up to them and be like we want to start something because your mom. Um, Mike also has a nonprofit, right. a non for profit that works with a step team, right? Right. Well, a drill team. Drill team. Excuse drill me. Team. Drill and drill team. Drill and drum team. I <laughs> <guess>. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to mess it up. They're not a step team. She she made that clear. <laughs> they they do drill, so it's a difference. So. Yeah, I'll probably get popping them back. In yeah, my yeah, neck yeah. For yeah. That. It's all good. I'll take one up. to the neck. Um. So no, you know, having a mom that does that, and then you know, your dad being so close to the kids. Do you think that was um? kind of like an assistance for you also you did you go to them a lot during like the this is what we kind of want to do um when you guys first started it out or you know were you kind of like i wanted to do be like my parents or do something like my parents and then make them proud of sense right um well like my my dad and my mom worked at the boys and girls club growing up so um when we let them know like and, and her mom too my aunt when we let them know, they was kind of just like, what what we got to do to help it get it going? So, like, whatever, you know what I mean? If we got to pay for something or if we got to, you know what I mean, if we got to miss some days of work or whatever we need to do to put this together, if you guys are serious about making a difference and you're going to spend the time on, in, in doing it, what do we got to do to help? And that was just kind of the approach. I think even when we decided that we wanted to do it, we was kind of sitting down at, like, a family dinner. So mm-hmm. everybody was around. And me and Nate was thirty just, deep at our house. Yeah, yeah. Me and Nate was just like, "Yo, we trying to do something." So like, and everybody's kind of 
a board. Even our cousins that you know, you'll see them wearing living learn shirts and stuff like that. So. I'm still waiting for mine in XL, but it's all good. Oh, don't, it's don't, nothing but love. No, I, had, I got a supreme package coming for you. That's why I didn't want to give. I'm I didn't want to give you time. one shirt. So no, I'm just giving him a hard time. We uh, might even put boogie on the back stop, of yours. Don't do that. <laughs> I'll be so happy. Exclusive. Um. So when you guys did your first event, uh, what what was your guys' first official? live and learn, you know, like, peace to, like, uh, to helping out in the community and all that? Backpack drive. No, no, no. We, we did the fundraiser first. So we had a fundraiser first. Mm-hmm. That was a skating event. Right. We did, we did, we hosted, like, a um, a skating event that was at uh, Skateland in Mesa. Um, and basically, everybody that came, they, they, their entry fee was a donation towards... The backpack drive. Our backpack drive, which had came... Okay. A couple weeks after, what did the uh, what did it feel like to uh, you know kind of take the concept of being, and you know this is what it is sometimes you know call it what it is but a party promoter but for a better cause where it was like hey we need everybody to come out show love at this skate you know the skate drive and proceeds are gonna go towards you know our nonprofit for a backpack drive like you know it's very it's very uh, sometimes asking for support from a lot of people. You know, you might get 200 people or 100 people to say yes. You might only get 40 people to show up. But uh, what, what was your first event like when you guys were like, this is the day. This is where we need you guys. You know, like just seeing everybody show up and all that stuff. How did you feel? It was, it was actually a good feeling. Everybody showed up and showed out. Um, everybody donated on top of on top of the skating mm-hmm. party. They donated like backpacks and all that to us. So it was definitely a good feeling for for the support, for something good. For a good cause in our community, period. Right. Um, I think the the fundraiser that we had kind of gave us the the like the the push that we needed, and just kind of let everybody know like we serious and, and this is it. I think my dad even pulled me aside and was like, "This is it." Even the the drop boxes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, everything. Like so that that first event kind of told us like, okay, this is. This, something we need to keep running. Something that we can do, and and that is, you know, it's not something that's super fast motion, and we're not doing things every week. But when we do stuff, is 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 so valuable to the people that we're trying to reach out to, and I think the people that's come to support us was even, you know, a bigger a bigger help than we imagined. So um, we have Marcus and Trinette Barnett, that's a part of our team, also that that. That helped bring in a lot of support too, and um, the people that they was able to reach out to helped us tremendously. That's awesome. And then you guys took all the um, all the proceeds that you got from that and put them towards the backpack drive. And then how how exactly did you go about picking the like the location out? Um, you know, well, because you guys did it at the bar, it was like the, the back to school bash essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys did barbershop. Backpacks and then had ice cream man outside, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That that that's actually pretty cool. Um, when it comes to you know working with organizations and stuff like that, where or how do you guys pick and choose? Uh, you don't have to give away all your secrets, but how do you pick and choose who you're gonna actually work with? Um, or location? Right now, of? right now it's simple. Like we grew up in South Phoenix, so the people that's behind us that really that's rocking is the people in South Phoenix. So. Mm-hmm. The people that own the barbershops that's been there for a while, you know, it, you know, he didn't ask for anything. Um, he asked us to pick a spot, and um, he kind of let us just do our thing. Um, the same with the the guy who owns the Metro PCS that's right in the same plaza. 
um, that's how we pick, man, just off the love. We can you can genuinely tell like who you know who cares about what you're doing and and who's willing to support it and that's how we go about it man just off the love. Now you guys don't have to remember the exact number, but do you guys happen to remember how many backpacks um, were successfully given out on the day of the backpack drive? Because I know you also gave you also gave uh, more afterwards also. Two hundred. Wow. Yeah, Two hundred plus. Two hundred plus backpacks. Yeah. What did that? Two hundred plus is because donations as well. Right, because yeah. I remember there was the there was people that were giving things away on the backpack drive, like hey, give this away for us, mm-hmm. and you yeah. had extra stuff to give away. Well, yeah. we had we had drop boxes. Um, That's right. At we had one at um, Yes Beauty. Um, shout out to them. We had one at Cuddy's Barbershop and um, Lay Hair Salon. Oh, Rare Essence. Yeah, I Rare believe. Essence. Yeah, rare they essence. had a box in theirs. Um, so it was drop boxes then that we had put out locations and people were just dropping. Um, Shanette Campbell and the NAACP helped us out. They they donated a ton of backpacks. Um, Miss Natalie Good at, at North High School, she donated some backpacks to us. Um, so it was some people that we are close to that, that donated heavy. And, mm-hmm. um, and then everybody else was just people who had seen what we were doing and, and they dropped packs of pencils and crayons. So we don't know everybody, but there were people that we had came in contact with that made big that donations. Made yeah. That's and awesome. shout out yeah. to the dance world because we was passing out them flyers all through mm-hmm. <laughs> the parking lot. That's so dope. That's yeah. such a good thing to see. Um, where do you guys, when it, you know, because you were talking about, um, uh, not keynote speakers, but yeah, well, keynote speakers, uh, motivational speakers, um, you know, life coaches and all that stuff. Um, where, where are some of the places you want to see, live and learn, grow to be or grow to be a part of? Whoever wants to go first. When you say where, you mean like in the... Like live and learn. Like, so you said, you know, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, the, the 10 toes down, your supporters right now in South Phoenix. Right. Um, is live and learn a... Like a thing that you want to just keep within Phoenix, and you know, be a heavy platform. Oh no, um, we, we want to go global. Global. Yeah, we want to go global. Okay. I mean, I mean, but we we understand that it, it starts. It got to start somewhere. That's right. And uh, most importantly, we just get the city behind us. Right. And um, from there, you know, we want to push it to the next closest city, um, be able to help there, um, and then just keep going. Yeah. We do want to start, you know, since we're starting in South Phoenix, whatever, we'll make sure mm-hmm. we hit our hometown heavy and make sure everybody know, like, word of mouth. Yeah, everybody know what we're doing. We got the resources and everything, and then it's going to grow from there. Yeah, we don't, and we want to make sure we actually take care of our city, too. We don't yeah, want to just sure. say, oh, well, we, we just made some noise here, or we, we, we helped a little bit, and now we got to try to, yeah. yeah, we don't want to do that. Like- we want to make sure, like, we Live and Learn is established where it was started, and that the, the help continues in Phoenix. So no matter if we have branches in LA or shout out or anywhere in um, Sacramento, places like that, you know, places that we know other people, um, we want to make sure that Phoenix is always taken care of. We we got kids here, um, and the population is growing. So right, it's only sure. growing. So we want to make sure that people are taken care of in Phoenix for sure before we go anywhere. So Phoenix is where we really want to conquer. And we want to make sure that Live and Learn is Phoenix, Arizona before we go anywhere. But uh, the the ultimate goal is to go global, man. Okay. What um when you when you say go global and touching everybody, um being able to connect with all those, 
which um, age group do you feel like um, is the most important to impact early on or just in general, I should say? I feel like high school. Mm. And for me, it's because being being in high school, people lose loved ones and everything and they can drift off to other places and end up not doing anything. So as long as they know they got someone to go come talk to, something to go do, and someone to help them with life experience experiences, period, I think they'll be um, good. So okay. I think um, high school, anywhere, a freshman to senior. Okay. What about you, um, Yeah, I agree. I think high school is important. Um, I think it, it, most people agree that th- those are your growing years. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Facts. young men and women that, that experience so much within four years. Uh, still learning themselves peer, within you know, four from, years. From, four fast years. Four from peer pressure to temptation to, you know, experiencing different things. Um, and then, like she said, learn from your mistakes. So if you're able to do these things and, and kind of know, like, okay, this is this is good and this is bad. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to take what I learned from this and go forward from it. I think that's where you realize the most and, and what's, what's good and what's bad is in high school. So, yeah. From, from freshmen, so I think about 13, 14 years old up to 17, 18. Mm-hmm. I think those are the, the age groups that we really want to make sure we we tap into. Okay. Um, one more question or maybe two more questions, depending on how my brain works in this next five minutes. Um, where What are some of the um, events that you've seen go on that you're like, live and learn needs to be here um, in the city of Phoenix, um, you know, from – 5Ks or, you know, doing, you know, don't or not donut drives, geez, like Thanksgiving drives and stuff like that. Like, where do you where do you want to see, live and learn that you've seen like organizations? You're like, we're going to be here next. Like, do you ever get motivated from like festivals or, you know, kind of just I like I like seeing the the people who are able to provide like food and, you know, food and and, and clothing and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, hygiene products and all that stuff you know people they have these big old um giveaways and stuff where they just constantly just i mean they all day they just taking care of people so something like that i think we've seen a couple food drives i think one of like turkey drives and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i think you know live and learn i think that's somewhere where we're not far from i mean eventually we will want to do something bigger and even more than that but right now i think something like that is kind of within our reach okay for sure same Okay, same thing. Sounds good. Um, with that, one more thing. Uh, if you could work with, and, I, and I'm done, if you could work with one person or one group um, out of Arizona to partnership, you know, for, you know, an event, a give back, a foundation, or anything like that, who, who is your dream person to work with in this state of Arizona? Um, this might sound a little biased, but I would, I would have to say Jimmy Scroggins mm. would, would just keep pushing. Um, shout out Jimmy. Shout out to Jimmy Scroggins, man. He's doing so much, and um, I got a chance to kind of tag along with him and, and see what he's doing and see the, the words that he's pushing. I got a chance to read his book. Um, so I just I just like the way he he goes about motivating our youth. Um, I like the words that he spit. I, I like the the real the realistic energy that he brings to the kids. I mean, he grew up in the same part of town that we did that's that's same also, house too that's also a cousin of ours so um 
I, I like the way he's going about it. He's actually in and out of town so much, so it's hard to get in contact with him. But uh, we sit down, you know, probably once a week, and, you know, he gave me free, free game. So um, he is someone that we will work with, you know, whether, you know, we got to get our resume together first because he's big time. But <laughs> that that's somebody I, w- I would definitely want to work with in the future and I plan on working with. Okay. Um, I really don't know. My mind is so like dance, dance, dance. So I'll be thinking like Cisco. people that, people that can, She's a I can, dancer. I can, Jenza. You know, well, that's my partner right there. Right. So me and Jenza, I got something up our sleeve too. There we go. So look out Shout out Jenza. I remember back in the day. I remember <laughs> all those dance groups back in the day still to this day. Shout out to Ghetto Government. All day. 50 deep. <laughs> <laughs> There's 50 dancers in one group? It was, it was 50 plus. Oh, squad. 50 deep is still growing. Yeah. Sheesh. So we did that for sure. But no, yeah, um, I work with Genzai Heavy now. Um, like I help him do his classes Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday. So that's already that's already in the bag. Um, bag secure. Cisco, all day. You know, he he big shot too. She LA doing shout outs. Go ahead, finish him up. Go ahead, no, tell him everybody. No, but those people I will, you know, we will work with. That's right. Our organization will work with, and um, even the what's his name, Coco. Yeah. They do the sons. That that's where to hit it yeah. too. Yeah, for sure. Man, it's so amazing to hear people like this on the podcast always doing great things just like they are at Live and Learn Avenue nonprofit work. I obviously got to sit down as you hear it with the co-founders, Ms. Nay Ellis and Michael Scroggins, and just talking about the startup and what, you know, went behind it and what they have going on. And it's all about support. This is where it starts right here, you know, when everybody needs those first couple hundred supporters because once you get to the thousands and all of a sudden you know you're like oh they don't know how to hit me up for nothing well you know this is where it starts so support is free man let's get back to the episode one two three four five six seven eight years nine years like truly have known them from um, even from even from uh Hoogan. progressive yes from who oh, yes progressive. progressive did he yeah yeah, yeah I, did. I went to Progressive, Salvation Army hooping, like back in the day, like yeah. they're all about family. They they mean what they're talking about. And, you know, not only does Scroggins have other organizations that he works with, like the Sixers and, you know, like he said, working with his cousin Jimmy and doing things like that. Now he has something with one of his other cousins that's into the dancing you know, community and the creative arts, you know, just helping people express themselves and how they're bringing this together. Um, I really just wanted to give them the floor um, to kind of tell you guys, you know, how to keep in contact and all that stuff. But before I do that, um, going back to individual stuff real quick, um, what are a few of your goals, you know, now that you're uh, a company owner, you are a co-founder of a company, not only professionally, but personally helping or allowing this to help you grow and growing the company. What are some of the goals you have for yourself? Um, well, I just want to be kind of an example, um, for for the, the 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 young men and women that I'm reaching out to, um, I know like a lot of teachers and people that we have to to go see every day. Um, they give you all these percentages. Um, they tell you how slim the the chances are to be a professional athlete or uh, actor or actress or you know entertainer. Um, I want to allow these kids to see that they can be part of the, the small percentage that these people are talking about. Um, they want they want you to take the route to be a part of the big percentage where you could just go to school and work a corporate job. Mm. We want to give these kids, man, the, the, the motivation to know that they could be part of the small percentage. Like if you, um, you want to be this professional athlete or professional dancer, what are you going to do to make yourself 
separate from the big percentage and be part of the small percentage. So my goal personally, man, is just to, to whatever I got to do, whether it's coaching or hosting camps, man, or, or you know, doing speaking. anything like that, speaking motivationally and whatever I got to do, I want to be able to, to let these, these young men and women know that it's possible, man. I didn't see it. Um, I didn't reach my ultimate goal yet, but... Um, it's a part of the process. It's part of the process, man. And I, I got friends and, and family members that have reached those goals, so I know it's possible. And um, uh, I just want to, I want to help the next man out. Next man, next man. Um, same as Mike, I want to be truly an example to everybody. Um, somebody tell you no, take no, put it in your pocket, and keep on walking mm. to the next. Keep on going. Don't, don't stop. That's all I'm saying because. It's a lot of people that will try to tear you down, and um, I just want to—I just want people to know that being confident and being strong and prayer, all that ties into one, and it's going to make you feel so much better and grow. And I am growing every—I I am growing every day as a woman, and um, I do want to—I just want to be an example. I have a niece, a nephew, little cousins that look up to me every day. So some stuff I gotta watch what I post, but <laughs> they look up to you now. But yeah. you, um, they about to be taller than you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, big boy, especially that junior fella. Junior, you know, juniors <laughs> always get taller junior, than everybody. Shout out to uh, Junior LaCharge. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah. Um, like I said, I'm still dancing now. So, um, and I'm donating my time to Chavez Step Team, which my uncle Dion is doing that now. And they were so happy when I came to the assembly too. So. I'm I'm down for whatever. We want to do a lot of stuff and donate our time to help the youth in in every which way. That's awesome. So a little thing that I wanted to do for as co-founders uh, on the spot is uh, I wanted you guys to give a goal to each other. Um, you know that you want to see as a co-founder. Like what what's a goal that you want to see for your cousin? What's a goal you want to see for your cousin? You go first. I go first. Mm-hmm. I want to see Michael. Um, Mike, my bad. I want to see him get um, a little league together. Mm. I want to see him get a league together because I know I know he can do it. Um, for Nay, um, I know Nay works with a lot of people. She's she's you know been people's assistant and help people out, taught their classes. But I would like to see her do her own very own solo dolo <laughs> dance company. Uh, you know dance studio have her on her name her brand on just her company solo so um i know it's not far off um and she's super friendly so she's always willing to help but i kind of want to see her do it by herself um just because i I, i've seen her kind of take the world on so Mm. it's kind of just it's one of my goals for her and i always put it to her like yo it's time it's time it's time so I think it's kind of wearing on her, and I think that that's my goal for her, just to kind of do her own her own dance thing, put her own name out there, her own brand. That's awesome. Speaking about putting names and brands out there, man, I'm, I'm going to really turn it over to you guys, um, you know, to talk about, you know, anything you guys want to speak about. How do we keep in contact? Um, you know, anything you have coming up that you want to share to us early on or whatever it is, um, you know, the, fl- the floor is yours, co-founders. Um. So, first of all, you can follow us. On Instagram at Live and Learn Av. That's Live and Learn Av. Av. Um, I think it's the same on Twitter. Live mm-hmm. and Learn Av. 
um, Facebook Live and Learn Ave. And then the email is uh, weareliveandlearn at gmail.com. So um, if you got any questions, uh, any donations that you would like to put towards um, future activities or future events, um, we do have special donation buckets that you can donate to that, that you will be guaranteed to see go, go to a positive and to a, um, to a great event. Um, speaking of events, we have uh, we have an event coming up uh, next month in October. October twenty seventh, we have the the Ball for Breast Cancer tournament. Um, we're doing um, three different divisions. We got the the youth league three on three, so from eight to twelve. Oh, that's, that's dope. That's our first league. Um, our second league is thirteen to seventeen, and both of those leagues are ten dollars per player. So um, get your three, get your big three. Um, Shout out to big three. Get your big three. Uh, man, if you want to play, man, and, and you don't have the funds, man, communicate with us and then we'll, and we'll help you out. Um, and then we got our adult league, which is five on five, which will be a little more intense uh, for us, for us grownups. That's $20 a player. So ages 18 and up, man, get you a team, uh, seven players max. Um, yeah, don't be showing up with no ten subs. Yeah, and actually, late man, and early. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Come on, time, man, or or you will be skipped and dropped. Um, but this this event is put on um, by Thrive Community Services um, and the Culture Collab. They they communicated with us and, and got us on board for this event. Something that they've been doing. Um, the ball for breast cancer is is going to provide some health and wellness benefits as well. Um, they got awesome. free free mammograms that's going to be going on other health things. They different got type of booths. different type of uh, vendor opportunities. Uh, if you want to do a vendor's table, twenty five dollars, man, come come get you a vendor's booth if you got something positive that you want to show the community um, that you can help out with. You can get you a vendor's booth for twenty five dollars. Uh, we got sponsorship opportunities that you can communicate with uh, myself um, underscore Mike Scroggins on Instagram. You can communicate with me and um, we can get you a sponsorship going or you can just get you a, a vendor's vendors booth. Um, yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on, man, but you just got to tap in with Live and Learn just to, to get more details from it. Mm. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on that's going to help out, you know, this health insurance, um, all types of people that we got coming out to just reach out and help. Um, it's going to be at the, the Croc Center. I'm on 16th Street. In Broadway. And, and yeah. Well, yeah. Technically. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the Croc Center. <laughs> um, just, you know, we, we, got that, Army. we got the address on Instagram. So, yeah, if you remember where the Salvation Army is, growing up, if you played. <laughs> if you didn't hoop at the at Salvation, at the Ark, the yeah. OG place, boy. Yeah, they redid it. So, we, we hosting it at the, the, um, at the Croc Center. Again, thank you for. Um, the Thrive community and the culture collab for letting us be a part of this great event, man. It's, it's definitely um, to show our support to all our um, breast cancer survivors and the ones we've lost, man. It's, it's, it's definitely a tough battle. And there's some strong women out there that that's won that battle and, and that's lost it. So we want to be there, man, for you. If you have any family members or anything that you want to dedicate your, your team to, man, just come be a part of something great. And uh, we're going to be out there. Nene is, is going to be out there. Um, for sure. Yeah, so we got... She our ain't, booth. Are you playing? 
<laughs> Are you getting in a tournament? I might uh, do halftime. Nene might do a halftime show, so if y'all want to pull up, yeah. Scroggy said he gonna do it too, y'all. Yeah, man, I'm I'm in season, so I can't play. So I mean, the dunks is gonna be limited that y'all see, wow. but wow. I mean, but my team, I, my team is stacked though. The Live and Learn squad is is different, so come check us out, man. And get a T-shirt. Come get. Oh, we got some gear. We got some Live and Learn apparel. Um. That's we got some stuff that's gonna be out there. Um, it's other people that's gonna support us. So, like I said, if you want a vendor's booth or you want to be a, a official sponsor, you can DM the Live and Learn Av page um, with any questions, or if you would like to donate to the cause, man, just DM, just DM the page, or you can get on Facebook. It's Live and Learn Av, or you can get on Twitter. It's it's Live and Learn Av. That's awesome, um, man. Anything else before we wrap it up? Y'all good? Y'all Gucci good? Good? Nah, we appreciate you coming Thank from you. L.A., man. I know you a celebrity. Oh, so, my um, gosh. Oh, my gosh. By Turn the, way, the car we, off. We was kind of last on the, 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 the roster. The roster. <laughs> the roster. I, I think somebody canceled one of their interviews, so he picked us up. Oh, but my I God. It. He's so extra. <laughs> I, I appreciate He's so it. extra. I appreciate it. No, man. Definitely. Thank you so much for uh, you know sitting down with me today. Um, one of the biggest things, no matter if you're from here and you moved away if you're from here and you live here if you just moved here it's about leaving your mark when you're gone somebody else is gonna either be a part of it or you need to leave something so that they don't have to go through the the same thing that you did and it's a little easier or they understand the process to make it out um so what you guys are doing is amazing and uh, i kept pushing mike um you know to let me come interview him and uh, you know he's been jumping around all day he's been so excited he hit me up about 17 times today but you know oh my God. it's all done you know but Get the uh gas off pump six <laughs> pump six boy <laughs> but uh no thank you so much once again if you guys have any other questions on how to tune in with them lock in with them be a part of it not only look at my instagram make sure to look at theirs like they shot it out you can rewind 20 seconds if not it's live and learn av don't be lazy show some support but nonetheless Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Say Loud Podcast on iTunes slash podcast and SoundCloud. It has been your host, Boogie the Beast. I love y'all. And once again, stay black and stay woke.